0: As God Intended
1: Let's go Welcome healers to looking for healing radio where pharmaceuticals are not medicine but love always is I am your host today, Dr. Brian Artis. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to tell all your freedom friends that they can join us live on the America Out Loud talk radio network and via recorded podcast at americaoutloud.com, on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora Networks. Just download the America Out Loud phone app for, for Apple, Android, or Alexa, wherever you need to listen at your leisure. Looking for Healing Radio today is being brought by... To you by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference integrity and love for medicine-making can make for you. Go to GlobalHealing.com and enter promo code OUTLOUD to discover the medicine God intended for us all. Get incredible deals and find Global Healing and all their wonderful AOL sponsors at AmericaOutloud.shop. Now, GlobalHealing.com created a product for me. It's called Foreign Protein Cleanse, uh, by far the most proud product I've ever formulated ever. All right, so go to globalhealing.com, shop for foreign protein cleanse uh, before it runs out. (laughs) Just kidding. Go get it and use the promo code out loud. All right, Uh, I'm excited to spend some time with you today. Uh, I hope you're having a great week. I'm actually flying this morning to South America to visit a resort. Me, uh, actually Dr. Jana Schmidt will be there also. We will be there together all week long at a resort called mountains of hope. This is a healing resort. That's going to open up in January of 2024. And I have been asked to come down there and spend a week going through what modalities and treatment therapies, foods, gardens, uh, whatever it is they're doing there in the way of healing. They want me to come and explore and then help promote it or add to, uh, things that they can do there to help improve the speed at which people heal from cancers, autoimmune diseases, and others. It's very exciting. Uh, Mike Murphy is the one that created that place, and I'm very proud of him for creating it after he lost his wife to breast cancer in 2010. Okay, I said that wrong. He did not lose his wife to cancer. He lost her to chemotherapy poisoning. That's what she died from. All right, this is Looking for Healing Radio. So, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to actually be reading from a book called Let's Play Doctor by J.D. Wallach. Joel Wallach is his name, Dr. Wallach. Uh, This is actually not a new book. This is something. uh, Man, I don't even know what the copyright is on this thing. The copyright is 1989. All right, so this is 30-something years old. All right, so there's an actual chapter in a book he wrote called Let's Play Doctor. Now, this is Looking for Healing Radio, and the people that are tuning in are doing a great job of asking us questions. I'm going to actually take you through this chapter 10 of his book. (laughs) Remember, it's like 30 years old. But I'm going to take you through this and read through some of the highlights for you. And in this chapter 10, called Materia Medica, he actually starts listing out in alphabetical order different types of diseases. So I'm going to pick some of those and go through them, not all of them. I'm going to go through some of them, and I'm going to talk about what it is is recommended and found to be things that will help them. I'm going to read the quote at the beginning of the chapter from Oliver Wendell Holmes. Quote, I firmly believe that if the entire Materia Medica is now used would be sunk to the bottom of the sea, it would be all the better for mankind And all the worse for the fishes. I don't know when he said that, but holy crap, that's exactly how I feel. All right. So it begins with this The best part about playing doctor is the actual treatment of yourselves or others. And as with everything, when all else fails, read the directions. It is recommended that you read and learn the preceding chapters before embarking on this section. Otherwise, you might wind up like the orthodox doctors that you find in medical schools and medical clinics around the world. It was said by Benjamin Franklin that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So this chapter is designed to give preventative programs as well as therapies. We often hear our patients say, quote, I just can't take all these supplements and medications. To which we reply, taking supplements is a small exchange, cheap insurance, if such things as heart disease, or sorry, to which we reply, taking supplements is a small exchange, Cheap insurance, if you will, in return for the prevention of a major disease such as heart disease, arthritis, or cancer. End of quote. We go to a great deal of expense and effort to prevent major automobile wear by changing oil, filters, and transmission fluid. Why not treat our bodies as well as we do our Beamer or our BMW? Preventative maintenance of our bodies can cost as little as a dollar to $5 per day, depending on whether you want a $10,000 or $50,000 insurance policy. Smoking and drinking costs considerably more than that. A baseline of vitamins and minerals are essential to preventative health programs. It's impossible to obtain enough nutrition from our food to reach the maximum genetic potential of 130 health-filled years. Yes, throughout many of Joel Wolock's books, he talks about individuals that live up to 130 years around the world, 180 years around the world. Therefore, we recommend he continues taking supplements at preventative levels in divided doses three times per day to keep blood levels elevated for at least 12 hours per day. All recommended supplemental levels of nutrients for specific diseases are to be taken in addition to the base prevention amounts. A A last bit of advice is to avoid problems in diagnosis and treatment by spending more time confirming your diagnosis and reviewing the treatments. Don't become like the orthodox doctors and shoot from the hip in a trial and error type of practice. Now armed with all this information, we're in a position to take back control of our own health. Let the revolution begin. He states with all with three exclamation points. Let's play doctor. Are you ready? So here we go. Abrasions. All moms, adults out there, all parents. Abrasions or scrapes or bruises. Clean the wounds with soup and water to remove gross dirt and debris. Disinfect wounds with hydrogen peroxide. Dr. Artis recommends Earth Harmonies 6% food grade hydrogen peroxide. Wounds may be bathed in a variety of herbal washes or poultice. Our choice is aloe. Plantain or comfrey. Colloidal silver is also useful. Vitamin C orally, to bowel tolerance, anywhere from one to five grams. That means take vitamin C until you get diarrhea, then back it off. Reduce the dose down to the amount of vitamin C that doesn't give you diarrhea. And then cover abrasions with nonstick dressings, which help prevent infection. Now I'm going to add to this: if you have a cut or a wound, I've recently learned from a Dr. Berger in Arkansas and from Dr. Janice Schmidt in Florida that honey, raw honey, is by far the best disinfectant and quickest healer of wounds if you can just apply, picture how you would use something like Neosporin, but use honey instead. And they both have made claims and shared testimonials of how honey can help heal and disinfect a wound better than anything else. And heals in half the time. All right, now, the next thing is uh, we're going to discuss would be Acne. For those of you looking for acne cures, you've got the Dr. Artis acne system, but here we go. A frequent skin disease in teenagers and sometimes associated with PMS. Acne is characterized by papules, pustules, superficial pus-filled cysts, and deep pus-filled canals. Acne is primarily the result of an essential fatty acid deficiency with a concurrent intake of too much saturated fat. Eliminate fast foods and other sources of fat and sugar. Check out the probability of food allergies that include wheat, milk, and soy. Betaine hydrochloride and pancreatic enzymes are of considerable benefit. Essential fatty acids are a must. That includes flaxseed oil can be one, for example, one tablespoon twice a day. Vitamin A, 300,000 units a day as beta carotene for at least five months. B6, 100 milligrams, three times a day. Zinc at 50 milligrams twice a day. Vitamin E oil may be applied topically to acne lesions ultraviolet light directly to areas of acne for one to six minutes. Hope you got that list. These are awesome. Now let's talk to another group of people. Let's talk about age spots. How about that? Those little brown spots on your skin. They're also called liver spots. These unsightly brown spots are caused by rancid fat from cell walls accumulating under your skin. If you have 10 on the back of your hand, you have thousands in your brain, heart, liver, kidney, lungs, etc. These spots interfere with cell function, shorten your life, and are a red flag warning for high risk of cancer and heart disease. For example, cardiomyopathy. The nice thing about age spots is that they are reversible. When they go away on the outside, they are going away on the inside. Treatment for age spots includes eliminating all fried foods. If you got age spots and you don't like them, stop eating fried foods. Stop eating vegetable oils like salad dressing, cooking oils, margarine, and sugar from the diet. Also, take selenium at 500 micrograms a day, vitamin E at 1,200 international units a day, and all 90 essential nutrients, which all of those can be found in bee pollen that you can get from JanasAllNaturals.com. All right, so 500 micrograms of selenium. You can get... Selenium from my show site, drartishow.com. I use my selenium every single day. Vitamin E, you can acquire from somewhere else. I don't carry my own, but that's 1,200 international units a day. And then, of course, he recommends all 90 essential nutrients that are all found in bee pollen. So get yours at jannasallnatural.com. All right, we're going to continue. Uh, the next one is adrenal gland exhaustion. If you haven't heard of chronic fatigue or stress, this is what this is. So this is characterized by fatigue, adrenal gland exhaustion. Adrenal fatigue is what they call it these days. Characterized by fatigue and inability to cope with diseases or everyday stresses, adrenal exhaustion directly affects your ability to resist disease or heal a current disease. An adrenal function test can be performed in the following manner. Take base blood pressure in a laying down position after five minutes and stand up suddenly. Pulse pressure should increase by a minimum of 10 points. If not, your adrenals need help. Other signs and symptoms may include colitis, ulcers, and a low white blood cell count. Treatment of adrenal fatigue includes 10 drops of a standard solution of adrenal cortical extract. Adrenal cortical extract is adrenal gland extract from an animal. You can find those at standardprocess.com. They have many uh, products or they have several products that actually that contain adrenal cortical extract, 10 drops of a standard solutional solution sublingually. So just search online for adrenal cortical extract and you want 10 drops of any solution underneath the tongue. Then you want to take vitamin C to bowel tolerance. Remember that's getting to diarrhea, then backing down the dose slightly and then zinc between 25 to 50 milligrams a day. And don't forget to reduce your stress. Let's get to allergies now. This one is a big one. This affects many, many people. Now, I'm not going through everything in this book. I'm going to go through things I think apply to the majority of the demographic of people. Allergies is a big one. So allergies can be caused by food, inhalant allergens like pollen, smoke molds, or chemicals like form- formalin, which is formaldehyde or perfumes. Diagnosis can be made using the pulse test di- diet dairy, diet diary challenge and cytotoxic tests. Symptoms vary widely from urticaria, which is a skin rash with itching from strawberries or fish, for example, or headaches from perfume, tachycardia, which is a fast heart rate or palpitations. Most allergies to monosodium glutamate, which is a preservative in foods, processed foods, causes palpitations of the heart. Paranoia from sugar is another side effect of allergies. Another example is asthma-like syndrome from sulfites, which are food preservatives on raisins and apricots, for example. Avoidance is the most effective cure. However, this may be impractical to avoid all of these substances. Autoimmune urine therapy. Using 10 milliliters of filtered urine subcutaneously every other day for 5 to 8 treatments using a 0.22 micron millipore filter. Vitamin C to bowel tolerance. Bioflavonoids like quercetin, catechine, and rutin. And then 300,000 international units of vitamin A as beta carotene per day and zinc at 50 milligrams each day, essential fatty acids of one tablespoon, and then rotate your diets. And you want to do the essential fatty acids, one tablespoon, that's either coconut oil, avocado oil. You want to take those internally and do that twice a day, one tablespoon for allergies. Let's look at what is written about treatments for Alzheimer's disease, a neurological disease. Now, what we're going to list here are going to be things that are also going to apply to MS and Parkinson's as well as Alzheimer's. So Alzheimer's is a physician-caused disease. Notice what he says there. It is a physician-caused disease. That means doctors cause this disease. In which most afflicted suffer from a progressive loss of memory with difficulties with arousal and motor function appearing in the later stages of the disease. This disease was identified in 1979. It appears to be due to a lack to a cholesterol deficiency. How many of you have been told that Alzheimer's is linked to a cholesterol deficiency? Well, I wonder when cholesterol drugs are introduced. What year? Ibuprofen reduces the risk by 60%. Treatment should include germanium. I am one millimole. I guess this is a homeopathic solution five milliliters liters of a standard solution every other day for 24 days, followed by oral germanium at 150 milligrams twice a day. All right, so these are things that you would be injecting. So I don't, I don't want to talk about those, actually. All right, so these are the base nutrients you want to use to help improve outcomes for Alzheimer's. Now, I'm just going to say this. If you haven't tried CBD oil for the progression of dementia that occurs with Alzheimer's, it is a miraculous turnaround for most people. Immediately, almost within two weeks of using CBD oil, well, immediately, I saw in practice for 20 years, had a halt to their continuing worsening dementia. All right. Don't forget also these basic nutrients. Betaine hydrochloride and pancreatic enzymes for Alzheimer's, 75 to 200 milligrams a day. Oral and IV hydrogen peroxide. I recommend Earth Harmonies, hydrogen peroxide, 6%. And then 200 milligrams of vitamin B, one each day, once a day. Vitamin E at 1,200 international units daily. Ginkgo biloba, huperzine, An IV chelation with EDTA will be of value. Also, I would recommend my EDTA oral version. That should be ready here in the next two weeks or so. So if you would like to order that, subscribe to the Dr. Artist Show. And and when you do that, you'll receive an email notification when it's in stock, which will be in about two weeks. Then they also recommend eat soft scrambled eggs every day and 72 ounces of red meat each month to replace your cholesterol. How about alopecia, baldness, losing your hair, loss of hair, which can occur locally or present or pres- present as total hair loss. Male pattern baldness, female pattern baldness, and alopecia universalis are examples. All right. So, what does he recommend in the way of nutrients for that alopecia occur- that occurs with eczema is often caused by essential fatty acid deficiency and respond to IV interlipids and oral flaxseed oil at the rate of one tablespoon. Twice a day, zinc at 50 milligrams a day, elimination of wheat and cow's milk from the diet will increase the rate of recovery, and then betaine hydrochloride and pancreatic enzymes at 75 to 200 milligrams a day, 15 to 20 minutes before meals are a must. So before every meal with alopecia, Alzheimer's, when you're taking betaine hydrochloride and pancreatic enzymes, 75 to 200 milligrams a day, you want to take those 15 to 20 minutes before your meals each day. In fact, you're going to do that three times a day. Betaine hydrochloride and pancreatic enzymes of 75 to 200 milligrams, three times a day, 15 to 20 minutes before your meals are a must. All right. Remember, you can listen and learn from Dr. Brian artist Nicola Burnett, Dr. H, Dr. Janice Schmidt, every Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern time, 8 a.m. Pacific, and go to our show page on americatloud.com and submit a health question we can all answer for you on Friday on Looking for Healing Radio. We're always here for you. Stay tuned after the break. We will continue. We'll be right back after these messages.
2: The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's foreign protein cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, foreign protein cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Co-Fix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? CoFix has some great news. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout.
0: I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital.
2: My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work.
1: healers, welcome back. Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students just like you. The best way to be free is to be healthy. Learn how at www.energetichealthinstitute.org. Holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. Join the Ehi family and let's make tomorrow amazing. Go to www.energetichealthinstitute.org. All right, let's continue here. We just got done discussing and reading from... Let's play doctor. People are coming to looking for healing radio, looking for answers. And I'm about to list out a whole bunch. All right. So we discussed in the previous episode or previous segment, we discussed allergies. We discussed age spots, adrenal fatigue, acne. We went through abrasions. We went through Alzheimer's. Now we're at alopecia is what we just wrapped up. Now we're going to go to. Let's do amenorrhea. Y'all know what that is? Amenorrhea. It's the lack of or the stopping of your menstrual period. So if any of you are wondering where your menstrual cycle went, many factors are involved in a normal period, including the requirement of 20% body fat level. Trim athletes and very slim ladies stop cycling. Amenorrhea commonly occurs in very slim women, athletes, dieters, and anorexics. A weight gain of 10 to 15 pounds will jumpstart the cycle and a period will result. In many cases, increased levels of zinc at a rate of 50 milligrams a day will result in onset of the period. Essential fatty acids are very useful in the form of flaxseed oil at the rate of one tablespoon three times a day. Herbal stimulus can be affected with saffron as a tea, black cohosh or squaw root as a fluid extract, and marigold. There's a great list for those of you who maybe want your periods back and it's disappearing. All right, now let's go to the next one. We're going to discuss Anaphylaxis. Anaphylaxis is an allergic reaction that tons of kids around the world are actually running around with EpiPens, scared to death they're going to have an allergic reaction one day, and their parents are worried about that too. Anaphylaxis is an explosive allergic reaction ranging from urticaria, that is red little rashes all over the body, to respiratory distress and vascular collapse, blood vessel collapse. This shock type of reaction can occur as a result of allergies to food like shellfish. Insect stings, like bee stings, or drugs like penicillin, and usually occur in 1 to 15 minutes after exposure. Avoidance avoidance of exposure is the best preventative, obviously. Immediate injection with adrenaline from a bee sting kit is the treatment of choice and in many cases will be life-saving. Well, there you go. That was pretty simple. I guess they only recommend uh, EpiPens there, too. All right, so preventing or what he states is avoiding the exposure to the things that cause you to react are going to be the best ones. All right, let's get to anemia. Now I'm going to read to you what it says in this book. Let's play doctor by Joel Wolak. Anemia, he states is a lack of blood from many possible causes, including hemorrhage, hemorrhage infections and, or nutritional deficiencies. Now by definition, anemia means iron deficient. So he states here, it's a lack of blood. Now, that's not really true, but blood vessels, red blood vessels carry iron. So if there's a lack of red blood cells, you'll have a lack of iron, but it is here. You can have red blood cells without iron, but uh, anyway, anemia is a lack of blood as he states here for many possible causes, including hemorrhaging or bleeding out infections and or nutritional deficiencies. And this is what he says about anemia. Betaine hydrochloride orally at 75 to 200 milligrams, three times a day. 15 to 20 minutes before your meals is required to assure absorption of B12. Liver extract orally or intravenously. Nutritional support with iron, 20 milligrams is what they suggest. I do not suggest that. In fact, if you have anemia, I would actually use uh, Ed Group's Copper 1 supplement. It's called Bioactive Copper and take that every day as recommended. Or I would go to Morley Robbins's rcp123.com and use their copper supplement. All right. So that's what I recommend there. All right, good. So let's keep going. Uh, So they recommend zinc at uh, 50 milligrams, copper at two milligrams a day, folic acid, which is vitamin B nine, 15 milligrams for 20 days only. And then they recommend vitamin B six, 50 milligrams twice a day for 20 days. Vitamin B5, 50 milligrams, three times a day. Vitamin B2, called riboflavin, 50 milligrams, twice a day. And then vitamin C to bowel tolerance, vitamin E at 800 to 1200 international units per day, selenium at 500 micrograms per day. Dr. show has that. And essential fatty acids, which include flaxseed oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, at Uh, five grams per day or one tablespoon three times a day and then herbs including sweet sicily and marsh marigold all right now let's get into aneurysms aneurysms are the if you ever had a varicose vein where you can see the bulging of a vein that is aneurysm Blood vessels, as they expand and actually get bigger, that is called an aneurysm. Aneurysm is a bubble or balloon in the wall of an artery, much like a balloon in a weak tire, which can cause pressure on an organ like a tumor or burst, causing sudden death by hemorrhage. If you guys remember John Ritter, the comedian, he died of an aortic aneurysm, big artery that comes off the top of the heart, exploded, and he died within 10 minutes. All right, so that's what they're talking about here. Could it lead to sudden death by hemorrhage? Aneurysms are most frequently caused by a copper deficiency, which results in weakened elastic fibers. Copper supplementation may not cure or repair an aneurysm, but can prevent them at the rate of 2 to 4 milligrams per day. Now, the copper I recommend would be either from Dr. Ed Group's company, GlobalHealing.com. You buy his bioactive copper, or you're going to get it from Morley Robbins at rcp123.com. It says here, surgery will be required for existing aneurysms. We do have one aortic aneurysm that has been corrected with copper supplementation and confirmed by x-rays. I want to tell the audiences here, I have learned a lot about copper from a research scientist named Morley Robbins and an author. And I asked him one day, what is the published literature? What do they state in scientific studies? What's the upper limit of copper supplementation that results in improvement in aneurysms and heart disease? And that is eight milligrams a day. What you will find in most copper supplements, including Ed Groups, which I take every day, is each capsule has one milligram. It's actually 0.9 milligrams. So you have to take like eight capsules to get eight milligrams. So I'm just telling you, you can do it. You might just want to open those capsules, put it in a blender, and take it every day. Uh, Anyway, up to eight milligrams is what I would recommend for anybody with aneurysms every single day. And only eat organic food. For anybody still struggling with loss of smell from COVID, anosmia is what they call that, that can temporarily be caused by colds or uh, runny noses. Chronic loss of sense of smell is a result of a zinc deficiency. In the case of injury, stroke or tumor, zinc will will not be effective. Zinc supplementation at the rate of 50 milligrams is very effective in returning the sense of smell. How about that? In fact, we knew that because when we figured out COVID-19's weaponized spike proteins were snake venoms, those snake venom proteins are called zinc metalloproteinases. They deplete zinc out of the body. So what did we see as a result of snake venom called spike proteins causing loss of smell? Uh, You saw a zinc deficiency, right? So when we started taking zinc, it helped bring back some people's loss of smell. It didn't do it for everybody. In fact, most people benefited the most from nicotine to relieve that symptom. So nicotine patches for loss of smell also, and you would use seven milligrams for one week, seven milligram nicotine patches for one week. And then I'd cut them in half every day after that to three and a half milligrams and wear one every day on your body, taking off the old one every morning, putting on a new one and watch your loss of smell and taste come back. Now let's talk about anxiety, anxiety or panic attacks affects women twice as frequently as men. When one examines the total hormone biorhythm charts of women, this fact cannot be a surprise. The base cause can be either a food allergy reaction to corn or cow's milk, etc. The four primary foods that we are allergic to, I'm just, I'm not reading here anymore or reviewing the book. It is either corn, soy, wheat, and dairy. And if you are wondering if it might be causing your panic attacks or anxiety attacks, do a uh, what's called an allergy elimination diet. Look them up online. You actually remove one food item 100% from your diet. So if it's corn, for example, you want to start with, you're going to look at every food you ever eat and look at the ingredients list and make sure there's no ingredients you're eating that has corn in it for two whole weeks. At the During that two-week period, if you see an improvement in your anxiety, and then after two weeks of having that food out of your diet, you start putting it back in and you start getting more anxious, you know corn is causing you anxiety. That's how you do an uh, allergy elimination diet. If you pick corn and you take out corn and you don't see any improvement in your anxiety and you reintroduce it and you don't see any change in your emotional state, it isn't corn. So pick the next food for two weeks and make it dairy, for example. Let's take out all dairy, no yogurt, cheese, ice cream, um, milk. Remove that for your diet for two weeks. See if your anxiety improves. If it does, and then you reintroduce milk two weeks later, if you see your anxiety kicking up, you know it's milk. This is how you figure out what your body It's great with and not great with, and everybody is different. So you have to do some of your own research and your own experimenting. So he states here, we'll continue, the base cause for anxiety can be either a food allergy or severe reactive hypoglycemic reaction, often referred to as a crash or a burn. A crash and a burn curve because the downslope on the glucose curve is almost vertical. Concurrent PMS can make this a very perplexing situation. Do a pulse test to eliminate allergies and a six-hour GTT test. Treatment should include avoidance of caffeine and sugar in all forms, including fruit and juices. Chromium is the first supplement for anxiety. They recommend 200 to 300 micrograms. I also do recommend that. Vitamin B6 at 100 milligrams a day. Vitamin B3 at 450 milligrams a day. Vitamin B1 b2 and b5 at the rate of 50 milligrams a day and just to make this simple i would recommend a vitamin b complex supplement that has all these in them and i would recommend cataplex b from standard process l-tryptophan is a supplement that i would recommend is 10 grams a day and then calcium at two thousand milligrams per day and magnesium at 800 milligrams per day all right i'm gonna go ahead. And- Delete something out of my statement. Don't do calcium magnesium. I do recommend at 800 milligrams a day. Then they also recommend betaine hydrochloride at 100 to 250 milligrams before each meal. Herbs, including valerian root, which is my favorite is for, is my favorite for anxiety. What do I recommend? A valerian root at 1000 milligrams a day. If your anxiety is from the time you wake up, it's terrible and gets better throughout the day. You're going to do 500 milligrams of valerian in the morning, 500 milligrams in the afternoon. If your anxiety gets worse in the evenings and you find yourself staying awake at night and you can't sleep, you're an insomniac, you need to take valerian root at 500 milligrams in the afternoon, another 500 milligrams at at dinner or just before bedtime. I would do it at dinner so the valerian root can kick in. Valerian root I've used for, man, two decades now. I love that stuff. So those are some suggestions for anxiety. Notice I didn't recommend any anti-anxiety drugs. We do not recommend those. All right, now how about arteriosclerosis, the hardening of our arteries, which is a massive problem here. The reason why I took calcium out of the last recommendation for anxiety is calcium causes hardening of your arteries. Remember, they call it calcifying of your arteries and blood vessels. Calcify. Calci is short for calcium. So if you have hardening of your arteries, you have too much calcium in your body. Your arteries are calcifying from calcium. So remove calcium. Start getting on EDTA supplementation or EDTA infusions. Arteriosclerosis, hardening of the arteries, is the result of fibrosis of the smooth muscle of the walls of the elastic parts of your arteries. The elevated lesions produce eddies, which produce lipid and calcium deposits. Elevated blood cholesterol is considered to be a significant risk factor, but that is false. It is of interest that vitamin D is made from cholesterol in your bodies. This becomes significant when we realize that the toxic effect of vitamin D is angiotoxicity. The target tissue of vitamin D toxicity is the elastic arteries vessels and the specific result is fibrosis of the vascular smooth muscle and calcification of the blood vessel walls. Fatty deposits soon follow. It is a crime that the orthodox doctors do not give this as much press coverage as heart transplants. Again, this information would wipe out a medical specialty so they keep it a secret. Symptoms of arteriosclerosis include angina, chest pain, Headaches, loss of memory, breathlessness, leg cramps in the early stages, and death from stroke and throbotic type heart attack in the final stages. Treatment include IV chelation with EDTA and hydrogen peroxide. I recommend from Earth Harmony. Oral chelation. I recommend my oral EDTA and bentonite clay and apple pectin powder at 1,400 milligrams a day. Apple pectin powder. Oral supplementation with vitamins and mineral supplementations that include plant-derived colloidal minerals like colloidal silver. In addition to the baseline nutritional supplements, vitamin C to bowel tolerance, exercise to increase the caliper of your arteries, high fiber diets that tend towards vegetarian diets low in animal fat, essential fatty acids, including salmon oil and flaxseed oil, five grams a day, useful herbs to help with arteriosclerosis includes artichoke extract, bear's garlic yeah like the animal bear's garlic european mistletoe and garlic regular garlic all right those are recommendations for arteriosclerosis you have got to consider copper as a supplement copper up to eight milligrams a day if you have arteriosclerosis you need to be on edta the principles when you're using a oral chelation or intravenous chelation to pull out metals like calcium is a metal If you're going to use EDTA, you want to put in the supplements that are metals like copper, zinc, magnesium, whatever you're doing. Uh, You want to take those hours away from your EDTA, oral, oral supplement or treatment. It's just what we recommend. All right, now, what about arthritis? This is a devastating degenerative disease that affects millions in America. So let's get into it. The perfect scenario is... A dietary calcium to phosphorus ratio of two to one is the ideal yet is impossible to attain in an unsupplemented diet. A vegetarian diet gets close, but it's complicated by phytates, a natural chelating substance found in plants, which makes even supplementing calcium almost impossible. Calcium to phosphorus ratios of food items in the case of arthritis, which are helpful to keep your calcium and phosphorus ratios consistent. We're going to give you examples. Foods like grains have a one calcium to eight phosphorus ratio. Red meat has a one calcium to 12 phosphorus ratio. Organic meat, livers, kidneys, they have one calcium for every 44 phosphorus molecules. Fish has one calcium for every 12 phosphorus molecules. Carbonated drinks have one calcium to every phosphorus, eight phosphorus chemicals. So it is easily seen that none of the calcium-phosphorus ratios of the basic foods are anywhere near correct. Remember, he recommends it is a it is a two-to-one ratio, two calcium molecules for every one phosphorus. Those examples I just gave you were exactly the opposite in the extreme. These increase the calcium loss from the body, including the bones and teeth. The more meat you eat, the more calcium supplementation you you need. It is quite simple. Veterinarians know this, but we suppose that orthodox physicians believe that if a truth will wipe out a medical specialty, it must be ignored or kept a secret. We'll be right at right back, and we will continue with arthritis after these messages. You're listening to Looking for Healing Radio.
2: We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything.
0: This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells, and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD.
1: So as we continue, the key for... Welcome back to healing, Looking for Healing Radio. I'm Dr. Artis. We're continuing on with recommendations for arthritis in the book. Let's play doctor, which is about 30 years old by Joel Wolek. All right. So he says it's best to keep a ratio of calcium of two to one to phosphorus calcium to phosphorus ratio. And we gave examples of things that are the exact opposite in the case of arthritis. For example, every Coca-Cola and soda drink on earth has one calcium molecule for every eight phosphorus uh, chemical uh, molecules. So those are, it's going to be impossible to drink sodas and have a healthy calcium to phosphorus ratio of two to one calcium to phosphorus to prevent and cure arthritis. So you've got to make sure you're eating these foods and these supplements to help you. The more meat you eat, the more calcium supplementation you will need. It's quite simple. Veterinarians know this, but we suppose that orthodox physicians believe that if a truth will wipe out a medical specialty, it must be ignored or kept a secret. Treatment of arthritis should include calcium at 2,000 milligrams per day. All right, I'm going to go ahead and stop you there. I don't recommend any calcium for arthritis. Now, this is 30 years later from this book. So even as we've learned and continue to research and study, more knowledge is attained and recommendations get better. Do not take any calcium if you have arthritis. You need to take copper, upwards of eight milligrams a day. Minimum one milligram a day. Not calcium. Magnesium at 800 to 1,000 milligrams a day, he recommends. And I do too. Cartilage or chondroitin sulfate at 1,000 milligrams a day. For rheumatoid arthritis, add hydrogen peroxide to deal with the mycoplasma. Hydrogen peroxide from earthharmony.com. IV chelation with EDTA or supplementing with my oral EDTA. And hydrogen peroxide is very helpful. Hydrogen peroxide, I recommend from earthharmony.com. There's 6% one. Vitamin C to bowel tolerance, also for arthritis. Vitamin B6, 100 milligrams twice a day. B3 is 450 milligrams twice a day. Vitamin E at 1,000 international units per day. He recommends copper at 2 milligrams per day. I recommend 8. Selenium at 300 micrograms per day. Zinc at 50 milligrams a day. Plant-derived colloidal minerals are 98% absorbable and give excellent results rotation elimination diets can help when food allergies aggravate or precipitate your symptoms of arthritis. So take a food journal, write down for a week, everything you eat, and then rate each day what your arthritic pain is from a scale of one to 10. Write down everything you're eating and look at the days in which your arthritic pain is the highest in scores. And then I want you to look If you do this for several months, just writing your food journals, everything you're eating and drinking, and write down a number from zero to five, five being the worst pain, zero being no pain, look at the four preceding days to your highest pain days, and you will very quickly see what you have in common after a couple months of recording a food journal every single day and charting your pain you will see exactly what you're eating within four days of your worst pain from arthritis days. And then start eliminating those from your diet. Autoimmune urine therapy is very useful for all types of arthritis, especially those exaggerated, aggravated by food allergies. DMSO or pain gels are useful in reducing inflammation and pain when applied topically herbs, including licorice root poison, ivy not a joke, And alfalfa powder or sprouts are useful adjuncts to arthritis treatment programs. All right, let's move on to asthma, which affects millions of children all over the freaking world. And this is caused by mostly uh, drugs administered to preemie babies in the case of my daughter, Savannah. And then it's massively created by childhood vaccines. Asthma, as written in this book, is a respiratory disease that's characterized by sudden onset with closure of your bronchial tubes that take air into your lungs that is caused by spasming muscles. Atopic asthma has eczema as a feature along with the respiratory disease. Asthma is a disease of malabsorption with essential fatty acid deficiencies and deficiencies of manganese and magnesium. Treatment should include betaine hydrochloride and pancreatic enzymes and ox bile, yes, the animal, ox bile at 75 to 200 milligrams each three times a day before each meal. He also recommends autoimmune urine therapy. You've heard Dr. Ed group and Jonathan Otto and a whole bunch of other people. Dr. Butar talk about urine therapy, essential fatty acids at five grams a day, colloidal mineral suspensions that contain magnesium and manganese, Herbs are very useful for treating asthma with some caution when you have allergies to plants. Useful plants include honeysuckle, jabberandi, leeks, garlic, evening primrose oil, fluid extract. A variety of standard inhalers are available to cope with sudden attacks also. And just as a reminder do you remember that, uh, did you know COVID-19 didn't affect asthmatics? Did you know they figured out why in 2020 that asthma sufferers who used an inhaler four to five times a day for asthma attacks Never got COVID. They figured out there was EDTA as an ingredient in all asthma inhalers, and that EDTA was the curing agent that prevented COVID. You know what else is interesting about EDTA? It's published to actually destroy every snake venom component on earth, which was the spike proteins of COVID. Now let's get to what they call atopic dermatitis. What most of us know is called eczema. Eczema is a part of the atopic patient syndrome, which includes asthma alopecia which is hair loss and lowered immune response this syndrome is one of malabsorption of essential fatty acids and can include emotional symptoms similar to pms and hypoglycemia or diabetes as a result of malabsorption of chromium the malabsorption is usually the result of a celiac disease type change in the small intestinal lining rather than dietary deficiency do a pulse test to determine food allergies I don't know if you know what a pulse test is, but you can do a food allergy test of any kind. Treatment should include a rotation elimination diet for eczema. Treatment should include a rotation elimination diet, usually revolving around cow's milk, wheat, soy, and corn products. Those are usually the culprits. And uh, urine therapy is helpful. Supplementation should include essential fatty acids as flaxseed oil, one tablespoon twice a day, vitamin E at 1,000 international units, per day. If malabsorption is a major problem, the fatty acids may be taken as interlipid IV. Oh, here we go. Athlete's foot. How many of you know about athlete's foot? Well, let's read about that. It's actually a form of ringworm, which is caused by a fungus called tinea pedis. Treatment includes hydrotherapy and baths of 3% boric acid, alternating with vinegar baths. So, you alternate 3% boric acid foot soaks with vinegar baths foot soaks. Then you want to supplement with zinc at 50 milligrams a day, 300,000 units of vitamin A a day as beta carotene, vitamin A, 300,000 units for athlete's foot and B6 at 100 milligrams twice a day. I will also tell you, if you have athlete's foot, anywhere you have athlete's foot, smear honey all over it, raw honey, and then put socks on. And leave it on all night long while you sleep. Within a few days of doing that every night, your athlete's foot will be cured. Which is a phenomenal thing. All right, here's a basic recommendation and discussion on all autoimmune diseases. Autoimmune disorders of all kinds, from kidney disease to rheumatoid arthritis. The autoimmune aspect appears as a secondary event rather than the cause as the orthodox doctor would have you believe. Autoimmune disorders can be benefited by nutritional support. Essential fatty acids are of a great value and may be taken alternatively, alternately as salmon oil and flaxseed oil at the rate of five grams a day. Vitamin E at 1,000 international units a day. 300,000 international units of vitamin A as beta carotene and vitamin C to bowel tolerance. Zinc at 50 milligrams a day also. And selenium from the Dr. Artish Show at 300 to 1,000 micrograms per day. Also, I've never seen this recommended before, but for autoimmune diseases, which I'm sure we could find uh, places that do this, injectable thymus at two to five cc's per day is very useful for autoimmune disorders. Now, I will take a step back from that and tell you, if you're going to inject thymus extract, thymus tissue from an animal, that's fine. But injectable thymus isn't actually, I don't think, necessary for autoimmune diseases. You can actually use a product called Thymex or Thymus PMG from Standard Product from standard process. You can find them on uh, Amazon.com. So Thymex, T-H-Y-M-E-X or Thymus, P-M-G-T-H-Y-M-U-S-P-M-G at standardprocess.com. Both of them have Thymus extract in them. All right, now let's talk about attention deficit disorder, man, attention deficit disorder, ADD and ADHD. Only difference is H is in the ADHD and that stands for hyperactivity. So instead of just not being able to focus, you're also hyper moving around. I think most of my life I probably would be considered ADHD. But, man, does it help me get a lot done. Let me tell you. All right, so attention deficit disorder is characterized as hyperactivity and inability to concentrate, cognate, and retain information. Many affected are disruptive, mean, and cruel to other children and small animals. We're talking about ADD. ADD and ADHD individuals, children and adults, are sensitive to sugar. Natural and processed. That's why some are more sensitive to alcohol. Actually, the sugar effect ranges from narcolepsy. The sugar effect ranges from narcolepsy, which is hyperinsulinemia coma, meaning you fall asleep. ADD, ADHD, to downright madness and criminal behavior. The standard medical approach to ADD and ADHD is to prescribe Ritalin or Prozac to chemically subdue the victim. The side effects of these drugs are significant and include biochemical and emotional addiction, drooling, drowsiness, and explosive emotions, violence, and suicide. Homicide is another published side effect of these drugs. In fact, I did a whole show on what is really the cause of mass school shootings. And if you didn't watch that, go back and watch it. I actually took you through 50 years of research. Every school shooting that's ever occurred only had one thing in common. A prescription drug was given to the shooter that handles... ADD, ADHD, or depression. And every one of those drugs has a side effect, including suicide behavior and murder as a side effect. All right. So continuing for ADD treatment must include complete removal of alcohol and sugar from the diet and educating the ADD, ADHD victim that there is a connection between sugar consumption and negative behavior. The whole family must eat the same way if this is to be successful. Also plant derived colloidal lithium, which I love plant derived, lithium, which comes, you can get that at globalhealing.com. Plant derived chromium and vanadium are specific supplements to be taken. Best to take also all 90 essential nutrients, which can be found in bee pollen. All right, now let's talk about autism. I don't know about y'all, but everybody on earth that's in school or has children in school, there's now autism kids in every school in the world, which is absurd. There wasn't a single one I ever knew when I was a kid, just 40 years ago. So why does every school in America now have Classes of autistic kids. Well, that's because of vaccines and because of glyphosate poisoning and copper deficiency. All right, and nicotine deficiency. Actually, just so you know, autism is characterized by resistance to change. (laughs) I just had a great idea. I'm going to write a book called uh, "Well, Diseases Caused by Nicotine Deficiency." I'm going to do a book. That's going to be fun. All right, so let's continue here. Autism is characterized by resistance to change, repetitive acts and learning, speech disorders, concurrent food allergies, and hypoglycemia. Markedly aggravate the presentation of autism. Each must be dealt with as a separate entity if real progress is to be made. Don't forget the baseline vitamin and minerals either. Treatment should include avoidance of sugar and food allergens. Supplementation should include calcium and magnesium at double the supplement rate. B6 at five times the recommended daily allowance for weight and age and chromium for the hypoglycemia. Autoimmune urine therapy can be very useful. So urotherapy is also useful also for autism with aggressive and social behavior that is seen to be improved and negated almost completely with just seven milligram nicotine patches for just one week. If you'll use it every single day, it's even better. In fact, the people in the study, the autism adults who wore nicotine patches for a week, they found all of them were continuing to wear nicotine patches for up to six to 16 years later. And the, the guardians and spouses of these individuals reported that the only time these people became aggressive or antisocial was when they discovered they had not been wearing a nicotine patch for a couple of days. Remember, nicotine is an essential nutrient found in eggplants, all nightshade vegetables, tomatoes, celery, cauliflower, And every white potato on earth. All right. Now, how about this? We'll do this one. I'm a chiropractor. This one I find fun inside of a nutritional book. Let's talk about this one. Did you know the the number? If I ask the audiences right now, those of you listening, I want you to think for a minute. Can you come up with what is the number one most often or what's the number one reason most Americans are hospitalized every single day? Can you guys think of what would be the number one cause for someone being admitted in a hospital? Can you think of the condition in which these people would end up in a hospital? We're about to discuss it right now, how to help handle that. Did you know the number one cause for all hospital admissions in all hospitals in America, every single day and every single year for decades is back pain. I don't know about you, but. Is that what you came up with? I doubt it. Back pain is the number one cause for most people in America being admitted to hospitals. My curiosity is, is why are they letting so many beds be occupied in hospitals for back pain when you could save all those beds for other conditions and emergencies? And how about you just refer all back pain people to a chiropractor? You know, They specialize in back pain. In fact, that's 99% of what they do all day. All right, so let's discuss what's in this book about back pain. It's usually a muscle strain from overwork and or subluxation, a misalignment of your vertebrae resulting from a fall or an auto accident or improper lifting techniques. Bones in the spine out of alignment are caused by three things, trauma, toxins, and emotions. On occasion, a serious case of constipation will cause a backache from impacted stool or pressure from gas. 85% of adult Americans get back back problems. 85% of adult Americans get back problems plant derived colloidal minerals have been reported to prevent and reverse back problems without surgery prevention includes proper lifting technique straight back and bent knees strengthening exercises proper nutrition including copper at two milligrams a day and magnesium at 800 milligrams a day and then high fiber diets and eight glasses of water per day distilled water treatment includes Massage, chiropractic, hydrotherapy, and pulses of herbs, including comfrey and arnica. All right. Also, for those of you who know essential oils, there's actually one essential oil that is called uh, your essential oil adjustment. And people use that to keep their back in alignment and out of pain. I'll let you guys figure out what that is. All right. I hope you guys have enjoyed this show today. Remember, the only medicine is natural medicine because natural medicine first does no harm. There's so much that we have to unlearn, and I'm grateful to be unlearning it with you so we can learn something much better, something filled with love and with logic and with light. Healer, you are a being being of light. So remember that when you're looking for healing, to always look within first. I'm Dr. Brian Artis. I hope you've enjoyed this segment of the Looking for Healing Radio And I hope you're tuning in every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. We will be right back after these messages.